0: Robin and Maynard Show, one hundred point seven, the Buzz, (laughs) radio for guys.
1: Couple of minutes before eight, KQbz, Seattle, the Robin and Maynard program. We'll get this fishing derby all squared away here. You know, but the problem is Nick works on Saturday nights. I mean, when are we supposed to do this? I suppose we'll have to take a Monday off or something like that and go down on a Sunday and spend the night. I mean, I'm serious. This is going to be an all-day deal.
2: Well, maybe you have to do this before Thanksgiving. Maybe that would be the time to do it on Thanksgiving. That way you get out of all the, you know, everything you have to go through for Thanksgiving. Would you like to weasel out of that? No, I can't do that. that?
1: Well, not necessarily. I just can't do it. You know how that works.
2: Yeah. All right. We're coming up. Well, we'll... Get it squared away. Well, Mm -hmm. we're going to keep the burner turned up so that you don't skate on this one. I'm not skating. I never did. One minute before 8 o'clock. Fanfare. For you, Richard Hager. Wow. How about, yeah, how about that? Jeez. Hi, Richard. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Did you get a little electric hat to wear so that you can hear everything that's going on? Absolutely. I can hear perfectly. No, I you can can't. can hear Robin in the other room. You hear oh, okay. I'm good. I'm All right. Put okay. your
1: headphones on or I'm coming in there. Oh no, you're not gonna come in here. You come See, in I can there. even hear that, Robin. Okay. But you won't be able to hear the callers, is what I'm telling you. Oh, no, no. We'll be there. It's we're prob- what, What's No, we're not rocking anywhere. This is a, we're talking on. Oh, And I'm by, sorry. by God, Hager, you're a, you think <laughs> you're a real estate guru, don't he
2: you? He is, yeah. He's an appraiser, he's an agent, he's a broker, he's a mentor. He's uh, a jack of all trades.
1: And we get a lot of phone calls when Richard's on. Because and a pe-
2: master of one. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yes, that's correct.
1: 421-1007 or 888 There's a lot to talk about. Uh, one thing in particular that I want to touch on at some point is buying repossessed property. OK. Yeah. I want to know how that works. I understand that sometimes you have to have contributed to certain people's campaigns before you get the nod. Now, mm-hmm. I mean this. Uh, judges, etc. And they say, hey, I got a I got some property coming up on a drug bus deal that they you know, we we took back the property. Do, do you, Mr. X, want to buy this?
2: I think you I think Robin is onto it. You have to be an insider unless you just completely slop into it
3: well not really because a lot of these properties when they're seized in foreclosure by law have to be offered for sale now could be could there be a little inside track on some of those yes absolutely absolutely there's no question that you can't but time and time again you will see auctions where they're saying drug seized properties they're up they're available yeah
2: is that what you want to buy, somebody's crack house?
1: No, it's not that. It's a lot of the big dealers have, have many, many properties. Right. And uh, I, I know of a fellow, as a matter of fact, who got a phone call late one, one night and said, uh, hey, I got six houses coming up tomorrow. Are you interested? I like it. Yeah. And he did, too. Boy, <laughs> did he like it. Hmm. Uh, boy, did he like it. So I, I just kind of wondered where we go to get that inside track or if it's necessarily a good deal.
3: I don't. Maybe. You know, that's where everything comes back to. It's maybe. First of all, uh, you've got to write cash. You know, this is not financing here. When you go to these auctions, you pick this up. You've got to write. uh, You've got to write the check. Actually, you've got to walk in with a certified check to pay this off. So I can't get
1: a loan on this?
3: Uh, Not until not until you own it. How's that? You have to acquire this first. You buy it first, and then you work it back through the bank. Then once you own it, once you have it in your possession, now you can go back to the bank and what say, What if I hey, got a
1: heads up and I went to the bank and I said, I, got a lo- I need a loan for X amount of dollars. I'm thinking about buying this.
3: Only if they can do it on your personal line of credit, on your signature. I see. Uh, if they've got to do or it Or on, on your house. Host, you can do a second mortgage. Sure, on your existing house. Right. Uh, not on that house that you right. want to acquire. And whether it's at the foreclosure auction, repossession that we're talking about. You've got to have the. You cash can sell and your in. fishing rod. And oh, that's right. Throw off that Columbia trip and you know use the cash <laughs> oh, for that. Lord uh, God, but they way. take nothing but crap. <clears throat> They've got to. the The bank doesn't know what you're buying. They're yeah, they want an appraisal done on this. They want you to uh, see the. They want to see the house. They want to have a report on the house. Once they see that report, called an appraisal.
2: The bank's not going to give you any money unless they know the house. If they have to dump it, it's going to bring back what they haven't in, invested into it. Correct.
1: Four two one one double o seven triple eight six four seven one double o seven. I want to jump to Amy quickly. Amy, good morning. You're on 100.7 the buzz with Richard Heger, who is a real estate guru. He's
2: beyond guru actually. He's a swami. He's a senior guru. All
1: right, Amy. If you are big. Okay. It's thanks a lot, Nick.
2: Thanks a lot. Well, so far, Heger, you've got one call from the Latrine, <laughs> but that's okay. You just sat down. Seat's not even warm yet, so it'll, it'll get fired up because people want to know what's going on with the market. Can we start here with the last time you were on? It's because the market was sizzling red hot and prices were going up a thousand. Uh, they were going up one percent. One percent. A month, sometimes more, up to 15% a year. Yes. Is it still happening? No, we've got even higher in certain
3: areas. We, really? Yes. See, you know, why well, am I hearing
1: take... that it's slowing down now?
3: What you're hearing is that it's slowing down from incredible record highs. Massive numbers of sales are going on. Massive amounts of buying and selling. And values are screaming, up. okay, now when you get some sort of a slowdown, as we've had in October, people go, the market's declining 20%. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of getting not from incredibly hot, just kind of hot.
2: So it's like slowing down and you're driving a Ferrari, you've slowed down from 190 <laughs> to 173. Perfect example. Absolutely. You yes. like that example? Yes, I like that yeah. one. We
3: ought to try that on the yeah. freeway after. <clears throat> Look
1: at you, John Maynard Look at you.
3: No, that's what we're seeing is a slowdown. Thank you. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> is there a slowdown? Sure there is. Uh, however, we did a, a little research last night. We were looking for condominiums under $100,000. Forget it. In King County, we found fifteen. That's it. What are they like? Uh, some of them are very nice. One bedroom down in Federal Way. We're looking around the airport rent an area. Mm-hmm. That is it. But last yeah. time I was here, which was what about June, we we found a hundred condos under a hundred thousand. Now and we're down to
2: fifteen. You, so when you come back, and whenever you come back, there may be none. There may be none.
1: <laughs> okay. Now there's a. I'm going to just take west of Seattle because I I see for I've lived in a couple of different areas there, mm-hmm. uh, the Admiral District. Lovely. Yes and somewhat pricey. Yes. Um, now, Gatewood seems to really be hot. I mean, everyone's buying up every cracker box piece of junk and dozing it within a day. In two months, there's your brand new big house. That's right. Why is it that it seems the real estate in the Gatewood area is more expensive than the fancy Admiral area?
3: Well, what you see is, uh, this, I, I teach a class in real estate investment, actually, at North Seattle Community College, and one of the things that we go over and, and the people come to me with is, okay, what area is hot? Well, by the time you know what area is hot, it's no longer hot. It's now moved on to something else. Every area, if if the Admiral District goes up 20% this month, then pretty much Gatewood is probably going to go up 20% next month. And once Gatewood goes up, then you're going to see White Center the month after. It moves up in different areas at different times. Uh, but over a one-year period of time, they all go up about
1: the same. Oh, really? It works out <clears throat> evenly. All right, let's go to the telephone, four two one one double o seven. 888 for Richard Hager. Good morning, Dave.
5: Hi. I had a question about uh, the price of raw land uh, in suburban areas.
3: Okay. Shoot.
5: Um, well, I have some property that I'm considering uh, marketing, and I want to know, um, uh, based on the recent appreciation, if I'm better off trying to market it by myself or go with a, a regular real estate agency.
3: I strongly recommend using a real estate agent, Uh, particularly if you've not gone down this path of selling property before. There are so many pitfalls, particularly with vacant land. Are you going to sell it now, cash, or are you going to hang on to it uh, for six months, a year, until the builder, whoever the buyer of this land is, gets their building permits? Do you understand that? Do you understand whether you have to have a perk permit on this? Uh, Are there sewers available? If they're not, how far away are there? There's a lot of complex questions with vacant land. And if you're anything in the Puget Sound region, I would strongly recommend you use a real estate agent. But
1: what is a real estate agent going to take out of his pocket?
3: Probably ten percent of the sales price.
2: Jesus, for commission. You're, no! Yeah, Sell nuts. it yourself. Sell it
1: yourself, Dave. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Well, well then,
2: <laughs> you've got a million dollar lot, and there are million dollar raw land lots around the city. They're you yes. know they're all plumbed and have power, but that's you're, you there's a hundred thousand dollars in the real estate agent's pocket.
3: Yes, but more than likely, you're going to have an agent that will be able to get you more money for your property. If you've got an experienced agent, notice that big term "experience." Mm-hmm. If you have somebody who knows what they're doing, more than likely you'll be able to get more money from them. So then you doing you
2: determine how much you want to make on the property, and then you tell them, and they, it has to net out. And then you you know negotiate back
3: and forth until you come up with something that works. Huh. But this is well worth 10%. the time of the. Ten <laughs> My well, what about the real estate agents that are wanna...
2: saying we'll do it for three percent? Well, good for them. if, yeah. if it's a, it's fair competition. Well, they're here. hated by the other real estate <laughs> agents, aren't they?
3: It, but you're also looking at what degree of work is that agent going to do. Are they going to be there side by side with you, fighting for you? Because you need an agent to be your advocate, almost like an attorney, fighting for your side of the equation. The buyer's going to come in, they're experienced, more than likely they're a builder who's bought a lot of property, and they're going to arm twist you left and right. But if you have an agent being your advocate, if you will, that helps... At the end of the day, in my opinion, you are always going to end up a little
2: bit more money unless you're very, very expensive. So you need an agent that's a bigger ass than the buyer. Yes. All right. So well, got...
5: what if I've already stepped on some of the landmines? I've already got the wetland study. I've got an expired uh, septic permit. I've got Do you a... have it perked?
3: Well, yeah, he's already been through what's called the perk process, okay. percolation test. Now he's gone and uh, received uh, the, the septic tank permit, if you will, now that it's expired out for him. He's been through some of this, but we still come down to that negotiation, that, that time when you're going to sit there and arm wrestle with a buyer, and the buyer's going to have more ammunition than you do.
1: Okay, so he's still saying, you know.
3: I really do. I, he recommends
1: board, that you get somebody.
3: Or but an attorney. He, are, an attorney can help. There's no doubt. It's, it's someone to act as a buffer between you and the buyer because they're going to sit there and negotiate not just once, but three and four times. Do you know when those three and four times are? Do you know what they're going to come back and ask you? If you don't, go get yourself an agent. Well, you're an agent. I'm an agent. You're Absolutely. a broker. I'm Yes. And Pradential. you're an
2: appraiser. I'm with American Home Appraisals. And, you, yeah, and you are a <clears throat> swami, right? <laughs> sort uh, of. I don't know about that swami. Thank you, guys you Dave. That one.
1: Uh, Good question. You know, and I noticed also in in my part of town, they take a lot of what were single single home (laughs) lots, little houses, and now they build two more behind them on the same piece of property. That's going on all over Fauntleroy. You see it up and down, up and down, up and down. And a lot of people now are doing that with their own house, keeping their house, if you have a double lot, and selling the back part of it. Again, that's just a part. That's part and parcel. You have to have a real estate broker in that case. No, not if, with...
2: not
3: if you're subdividing your own property. Then you need somebody who's experienced at that, who's been through it. There's subdivision companies who specialize in taking your land, dividing it down into smaller ones. Now, once it's divided, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to build on it, or are you going to get yourself an agent and go sell it? It's up to you. Mm. Remember what we were talking about last time. And I was mm. saying the shortage that we are experiencing, that we this, because of the growth management, we need at least 750 housing units per month here in King County. We don't have that we are in a shortage and
2: you just described what's happening everybody's tearing everybody's down their garage and something the in their backyard yeah
1: it's amazing and
2: boy is it uglier than hell well who in the hell wants to live in somebody's backyard oh
1: john oh, i swear to god there must be there must be and i'm not lying 400 of these in west seattle where they've done that very thing and they're snatched up instantly yes instantly absolutely Wow. So I'm wondering about that. Boy, are they ugly. And we're going to talk about Boy, Are They Ugly coming up in the show, because everybody's got one in their neighborhood, especially Maynard, a very affluent, highfalutin neighborhood. They, everyone thinks they're cooler than everybody
2: else. Totally. And then along mm-hmm.
1: comes... Some doorknob. It's really
2: snotty, snotty, snooty, sn- snot- snotville. It is. It's yeah. snot bucket. Oh, yeah. It is.
1: It is. Uh, they have monocle holders right by the door when you walk in. I love in. that. Yeah. Oh,
3: good. <laughs> my, my gentleman can get the umbrella, too. Thank you
1: very much. Uh, calls for Richard Hager on real estate. 421 1007 888 we will get to more of you guys that are hanging on here. Appreciate you being patient, my friend.
0: And Maynard Show, one hundred point seven, the Buzz Radio. For guys.
2: Look at the phone lines go for you, Richard Haggard, because people want to know about houses and where they sit, and if they're going to make money, lose money, and then and how difficult it is getting into a first-time shot.
1: Luther, good morning. You're on one hundred point seven, the Buzz, with Richard Hager. Go.
2: Uh, hello Richard Richard I
6: have a question. How does it feel to be a bloodsucker?
1: But <laughs> well, what does that mean?
6: You'll
3: have to define that a little bit.
6: Better. <laughs>
1: what do you mean a bloodsucker? <laughs> I
6: feel pretty good. What the
1: hell was that about, as long Luther? as I'm paid. every uh
6: every real estate agent is a thief.
1: Really? Every God, I didn't real estate realize all of them. Agent is a thief. What do you do for a living there and your name is not Luther obviously? Uh, Yeah, I know, because you're the little snake that calls in changing your name because you don't have any (laughs) big-boy testes to act like yourself.
2: What what do you think, whoever in the hell you are? Why do you say that he's – why?
6: Most of the time, I actually work in the construction business, and most of the time people are always talking about how ignorant, how retarded, how awful these people are who just literally all they do is buy a house, bring up, and do the – the in-between work between two groups of people where you could get yourself an attorney. And all these people want is 10%, which if you really think about it nowadays, the house doesn't go for more than
1: $300,000. Uh, what? Where are you living? Where down? are you living? Yeah. Hmm. Where are you Pond living?
2: Dewey. So do far, I, I actually, Luther, Missouri. I'm trying to follow on a flow chart what you are saying here.
6: What I'm saying is Halloween you guys are having a great show.
1: Okay. this I'm telling you, <laughs> oh. this kid is a nut. Uh, <laughs> 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 trust Next me. Yeah. Let's, get, Let's bring him on down. L- hey, Luther, <clears throat> would
2: you like a snicker bar? <laughs> yeah, well, <I'd laughs> go with the snicker? baby Ruth.
1: <laughs> hey, I, I have to say, no. When I trust me on this one. One thing right. I have, Maynard, is I can remember voices very well. And that little twit, mm-hmm. I hung up on him earlier. I mean, yeah. he's constantly with us. But
2: support. he keeps coming back, right? No, right. He's yeah. like when he's a We flutter. need a spray for
1: need, guys like that. We need
3: Rob Montana screening. 421-1007. <laughs> oh,
1: God, <no>. oh. <laughs>
2: no, we don't. 421-1007 or
1: 888 um, 647 Go ahead, Ron. You're on the buzz.
0: Hello, Ron. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, my wife and I are buying an investment property on the Washington coast. All right. And it's, it's a new development Called Seabrook, and they're going sure. into this new urbanization yes. format. Know the place, and um, the, the problem is, is, is our home will be done by next August, but there are probably be thirty-five to fifty homes complete by then, right? Out of four hundred. So my question is, is are we in there so soon that we may not be able to reap any rewards of investing?
3: If I were too soon, you know. Well, if I were purchasing, I love to be one of the first people in. So if I'm looking at something from an investment standpoint, a new subdivision, a new plat like Seabrook just up the coast from Ocean Shore, something along those lines, I like being some of the first people in. Uh, They start off with slightly lower prices, usually as a marketing ploy. They want to bring people in, and then when you tell 10 friends about how wonderful it is, they rush down, and it ends up creating an avalanche, if you will, of, of people coming in and buying is there a little risk because you're the first? True, you know, if something didn't work out. Uh, but I think their plan is excellent. I've, I've looked at that. I know some of the people that are involved with that. I've been I've impressed with it. Uh, and frankly, with the population growth that we have around here, people are looking for a way to get out of Seattle on vacation. Well, and you already bought.
2: It. He already bought it. Yeah,
3: I, yeah. I have no problems with so that. So you're purchase. just wondering,
2: you're <clears throat> just trying to second, to erase any doubts here? You're trying to rid, mitigate buyer's remorse?
0: Uh, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Well, we're in so soon that we may not be able to get any renters well, in.
1: Oh, oh so, I see, so you're going to rent the property?
3: Yeah. And well.
1: it's—is it a home?
3: It's a home. They're, they're kind of like uh, what's going on in West Seattle. They're very small houses on small lots, detached usually. Mm-hmm. They are scattered up on a hill above the ocean. Some some have a view, but trees around. And he's trying to create an urban village atmosphere down by the ocean, which I think is an excellent is idea. Is that this
2: guy that's about 34 yeah, that has came out of Oregon. grown and grown and grown? Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. I read the whole thing about him, Ron.
3: That's yeah. exactly it. And, and, well, part of this is you've got an earnest money agreement on it, and I assume you have not closed on it yet, Correct. That's right. So you won't be closing until it's it's finished and built. Yeah, so probably he, gets, July. he gets to lock in the prices today. Right. He gets to ride it until next July and then close on it. What's so bad about that? Well, what if rates go up 2% by then? That there probably are. There is the downside of this is we are seeing interest rates that are going to increase a little bit. It's going to make it a little more expensive from the interest rate standpoint. But you've got a price locked in, well, whenever you wrote this deal up. I'm not panicked about that place, not even a, a little bit. The prices are astonishing. Go ahead and tell well, well, tell well, people how you, much they're selling
1: for. Would they get your pop for this? Uh,
0: Four forty five for one of the, one of the smaller ones. in we have see? one of the largest
2: lots. Well, so what are you saying? Home. I'm thinking 445 is a buttload of dough. It is, but there
3: it's going to be. It's the only brand new subdivision close to the coast. Right. It's it's got wonderful look feel to it. He's sitting there in the woods. People are going to flock. Yeah, so but what, you're about, about, that what
2: this? So you're saying that in a year this is going to be worth 600 or whatever figure? It's going I, up.
3: I don't know if it's going to go that much, but I don't see any negative downside. The economy here in Seattle is smoking, and our economy and the ocean's economy are very. Tied together. Yeah. As our economy here goes up, people jump—literally jump—down to the ocean and buy property there. Whether it's ocean shores, Long Beach, wherever they buy. When our economy in Seattle slows down, the economy down there on the coast slows down. We're good. We're upside here for at least another year. What about
1: goods and services in that area, Ron? Well, they're going to—they're
0: going to portray this as. They're kind of like copying Cannon Beach and some of the Mm -hmm. beaches on the Oregon coast that do very well all year long. I see. And they're going to bring in commercial um, developments, and uh, there'll be, you know, cafe, bookstore, that type of stuff. See,
1: I like, this is the time of year I go to the beach. If I'm going to go out to the Washington coast, I love the storms this time of year. So, see, that's the hot hot zone for me. I can see where that would work out. Are you going to spend any time there yourself?
0: Oh, definitely. We'll spend a couple months
1: there a year. Well, sounds, the winter, sounds to me like you got it all good there, buddy. It's it's a scary thing, but uh... well, yes, it's always scary. You yeah. never, you never think you're going to be able to make the payments, and then after the first exactly. two months, it's like, what? Why it's didn't been, I do this?
2: Everybody that has bought a house has it's just been absolutely frightening. And then you look back in a few years and you think, God, I should have spent more.
3: Oh, absolutely. Even on the tenth or fifteenth house, you sit there going, "My goodness, am I doing the right thing?" Well, I understand his point here because it's somewhat of an investment and a rental property. Now that's a different way of looking at this. I don't know if he's going to be able to rent that for three thousand a month.
1: 421-1007-Triple 888 647 Four7-1007. Christy, your first up, mm-hmm. and we return with Richard Hager on the buzz. Got a question about real estate? Well, do you
5: when spirits return, spirits of dead comedians return to endorse Robin and
6: Maynard. Hey folks, this is Sham Kinison. Hey, didn't you die
3: ten years ago? Yeah, I did.
1: But I only get to come back for one special reason, and that's to listen to Robin and Maynard. I know I'm just slurring my speech. Well, I'm Buzz. What do you want? Oh! Oh!
0: (laughs) The Robin and Maynard Show. 100.7 The Buzz. Radio for guys. Thank you, Christy,
1: for your patience. Richard Hager is on. We're talking real estate. He's all up. He's all up in that. I mean, he's... He is God when it comes to real estate. Just ask him. I know. I'll mean yours, Robin. Christy, go ahead. Good morning. Yeah.
6: Um, Well, I hope this isn't a stupid question, but um, we bought five acres in Thurston County um, last December. Okay. Uh, We have on one side, we're surrounded actually by like 180 acres, and one side is zoned um, four to one, and behind us is zoned light industrial. Well, when we bought, our property last year. The property was, um, the, just the land value was at seventy five thousand. Okay. And when we got our um, our auditors, the treasurer assessment this year, taxes. Um, it went up. Yes, it went up to one hundred sixty one thousand.
1: That don't mean there's squat. Good,
3: there's good and bad to that, isn't there?
6: Yeah. Well. well it's higher. <laughs> Damn it! I got to pay <laughs> more money. That's what I. That's what I want to know because I. I was told you can dispute it.
3: But yes, I can. It's
6: like, no, 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 no. Where's that? And it's like, I want.
3: No, no, you can, you can fight if you think that is the wrong value. In fact, part of our business at American Home Appraisals. Doo, 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 sorry about that. <laughs> um, part of our business is helping people fight their taxes if they think they're too high. And uh-huh. we'll go – so, number one, there is a system already set up within each county for you to fight your property taxes if you think you're being assessed too high. Yes. Okay. There is a process that they want you to go through, which is effectively disputed, get an appraisal done on the property, and and, and, and show them that it's not worth what they think it is.
2: Well, what do okay. you think about the appraisals? Are they just capriciously handing out these inflated appraisals to get more money for the state coffers? And then everybody goes, oh, this is great because now I got – you know, just doubled my money on this thing, but when they actually go to sell it, somebody's going to say, no, you didn't double your money, you're a fool, you're paying more taxes, but it's not worth more.
3: Well, I've seen both. I, I mean, I've seen where out in North Bend, properties had skyrocketed along the river and the county had inappropriately done that because it assumed everybody could access the river and they couldn't. So their values actually didn't skyrocket as much. In her case here, they may be saying, look, the overall area average has gone up, you know, 100 percent. Therefore, your value is up 100 percent which could be absolutely wrong. So there's no reason to just blindly trust the government. Never, Please don't. <clears throat> don't. Yeah. So can you fight this? Yes, there is a process for that. If you go to the uh, website AmericanAppraisals.com, I think there is a button on the left that talks about property taxes.
1: And, you know, I have a gal that is in my neighborhood, too, actually, people that have come into my home with cameras shooting pictures out of all my windows about views because their house, when the government gives them, they think they're being overtaxed. They're fighting it. Mm-hmm. By the way, Richard, it's a two-year process, both of them. Oh, yes. They've been going through this for two years. And they come and they take pictures all over the home and they say, we're being taxed the same amount as this home is being taxed. Uh And your house is much, much nicer than ours with much better views. And they still, and this woman says, she says, I will die fighting over these taxes.
2: But in the meantime, you have to pay the taxes. You're still penalized until they get it sorted out.
3: But uh, yes, without a doubt. But uh, we just did it up on Queen Anne and and the same scenario. They were taxing this house and they said it was equal to ones across the street. Well, across the street, they had gorgeous views looking at Magnolia out at the Puget Sound and theirs did not. Yeah. But the county said
2: that it did. Right. So
3: part of this fighting of of any property taxes is going in and making sure the data is correct as it relates to your house.
2: So where do you learn the process for fighting? it?
3: The, well, the county actually has a, on their website, they have a process of how to dispute your property taxes. They do mm-hmm. lead you through it. It's very nice. What percentage of uh, taxpayers dispute,
2: do you know? No, I'm sure it's very, very small. I'm really? Sure. I, absolutely. Oh,
1: no, we just pay it and shut up. Uh,
2: uh, the yes. kind of seem, Well, that's what I've done. That's I, all you know, I've done. I looked done. at that assessment sheet and I, and I thought oh. the same thing. I thought, well, now it's really going up. And then I go, God, look at the taxes yeah. I have to pay. And right. There are a lot of people right. yeah. that have lived in their home for years and years and years. They have to move because they can't afford the house paid for. It, right. but they can't, can't afford, afford the to taxes. pay the taxes because their taxes can be ten, twelve thousand a year.
3: See, there's the good and the bad. We have property values up here screaming, increasing left and right. And then when you get a property tax bill, you go, God. Like in his case, it's doubled. Great, damn it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a two sided affair. Uh, however, it still comes back to does the county accurately reflect what your property is? Yes or no. Does it accurately reflect <laughs> what the yeah. others are? And if you can
2: fight well, on those two bases, I haven't seen often, Ron Sims come over to the house and no. say, oh, I didn't know it was this small. We'll reduce it. That's right. Well, I was
1: getting a little bugged by these random people wanting to take pictures. And so I asked the lady, it was late this summer. I said, would you mind if I walked down to your house and looked around? Because, you know, it's weird to have somebody coming into your house and taking pictures all over. She said, no, I wouldn't at all. And I, I couldn't believe it. We got out our little cards that we got, the land value cards. And I went to her house and I looked and I compared hers with mine. She was dead even with me. And I'm not kidding, it wasn't half the house. Right. With no view. Right.
2: Well, the well, county, the, God, it's how, does amazing the, how in the, the hell does the county do it? I mean, they've got to fold out a map and go, West Seattle, let's see, we'll jack it up 20% this year. Well,
3: they try to make it a little more scientific and accurate than that. They have some very good people working down there that just kill to make it. But we also have almost 700,000 tax parcels in King County alone. It's kind of tough for them to get out and appraise each and every one individually. So they do what's called a mass appraisal. Just as you said, they look at a neighborhood and they say, okay, we've seen increasing sales prices, we're increasing this neighborhood X percent. Yeah. And, and across the board, they the, the water rises and it, and it lifts everybody. But then, if you dispute or come up with some questions, they'll go out and
2: focus on your property individually. They'll and, come out and actually uh, knock on the door, and you can oh say, "Oh yeah, come and you, on can in and l- you can fight with them all day." Come on in. You can't stand in the living room. There's only room for one that's, person. That's
3: possible, but it's also the you know they'll, they try to work with you. There's some good people over there. that really try to do that. Uh, you know, the the top is the charges to increase your you know get as much money possible for the county government, and the other side is they're trying to be fair because they're humans like us.
1: Boy, that sure as hell wasn't fair. I just lost Joe. Call back, Joe. Sorry about that. Good morning, uh, sir. You are on the bus. Good morning, Madam.
2: Pepe, yes. I think what you meant to say is good morning. Potopai. And?
6: John Menardo. I, I said John Menardo.
2: But did you say? Robin Potopai.
6: No, I don't know how to say that.
2: All right. What is your uh, question, I sir? I actually
6: have two questions. One is me and my wife have pristine credit, but we don't have the extra funds. And we were wondering how you'd go about... Getting the loans to get, you know, we want to take and put our money into bi- buying new houses that are being built. All right. Buying the uh, buying the merchandise to build the new houses with the contractor. Okay. We don't know how to look up the, the histories of the contractors to find out which ones are the best to go with the builders, and how we'd go about. We have pristine credit, but we don't have a lot of extra equity. How would we go about getting? involved
3: with that well let's let's go with the contractor first all contractors are supposed to be licensed in this state Uh, the state of washington has a website and it lists out those people who are licensed i would say that is the very first place to start better business bureau would be the second place and number three start talking to your friends who've had successful purchases of houses or have had houses built by these people those would be the three there you also have the seattle master builders association and doesn't mean they're the perfect builder but it means they're trying to be better than the rest so you've got Three sources right there, state of Washington, neighbors, and the master builders, you can at least try. Now, when we come down to you don't have enough money for the down payment, that's the least of the problems. There is so much money floating out there, you can get what are called 80-20 loan programs. Uh, what it amounts to is, is in whatever the purchase price of the property is, 80% of it is in a first mortgage. The 20% of that can be in a second mortgage, so the reality is it's zero down. You're using two mortgages, but you're getting zero down. And if you've got pristine credit, high FICO scores, you just get lower interest rates. It's, it's a sweet deal. There's many mortgage brokers and banks that are out there that offer these sorts of programs.
1: And really it is as easy as a phone call. Yes. I can tell you that, sir, because they want to give you that money. They want you to have that money.
6: We, we live in the South Town, and they're doing a lot of building on a lot of these properties, so how do you find out? how to get a hold of those properties and the construction people doing them oh, well, to get involved
3: with that. Well, talk to a real estate agent because they're usually selling the land to the builders, and then the builders okay. are going to be building something and going out. That's where some sort of a, a tight relationship with a real estate agent, a friendly tight relationship with them, is a very good thing. They can help you, they know what's coming on again, if it's a good agent, that's its primary help. you know
1: you'd think like somebody like you've heard the stories that probably everyone has seen the stories of Sandra Bullock's lawsuit with she had that big mansion built, mm-hmm. and the builder just boned her. She won the suit took many years yes uh to do that and we had a lady that was holding here and had to jump off to go to work who had the same or a similar problem uh wouldn't she contracted these guys to come in and do all this work. And they totally screwed the pooch on this job. Now, is there any kind of a list? If I go to the Better Business Bureau, will they necessarily have the name of the, these kind of contractors on a list?
3: Uh, they'll have uh, a list of complaints against contractors. Uh, they have it against anybody in any type of business. So you can go there. They will say this person has had some inquiries or some complaints. doesn't mean they did bad. It just means that several people are... Uh are asking questions and i would say that if there were a lot of questions about a particular builder there's a warning flag right there
2: hey i want to ask you when we come back about ugly houses why is it that when i see somebody building a really butt ugly house it makes me furious huh is huh? it my problem is that my problem <laughs> i think it's your problem no. i could be 421
1: 1007 888 questions for richard hager after this
3: you do the radio, I do real estate. You do real estate. That and Rob Montana screens the calls. The Robin and Maynard Show, one hundred point seven, the
2: Buzz Radio so for guys. guys. You like that? Yeah. You so like that, Hager? You're always cracking. Yeah. There you go. That's courtesy of Rob Montana. Hey, everybody, it's Rob Montana. Yeah. Rob, Rob Montana. Good morning,
1: Joe. You are on 100.7 The Buzz with Richard Hager. We're talking real estate. Everybody's got a question about something, whether it's your property value, good time to buy, bad time to buy, good time to sell. What do you got,
4: Joe? Good morning. Um, we bought a house last May 2004, and we, asked, we requested the upgrade for our floor to be red oak select. Mm-hmm. And the uh, builder put in... Number one, common oak. And we didn't know about it till this year when we had one of the floorboards got rotten and the installer came in and my husband asked him, what grade is this wood floor? He says, number one, common select. Okay. But in our sales agreement, we asked for upgrade and we paid for it. So what recourse do we have? Do we have any?
3: there's all sorts of legal recourses there because you have a contract. I'll, I'll assume yeah. it was very clear as to what's supposed to be installed. If they didn't install it, they violated a contract. Uh, half the attorneys in town would love something like that. Okay. But then it comes back to what are your damages? That will be kind of the guiding force for most attorneys. Oh. Right. You, you,
2: know. you yep.
1: get, move out for a week, number oh. one, while they oh. redo it, and then they varnish it, and then you got to go to a hotel. I got screwed by some flooring guys here not that long ago. Uh, who told me that they were replacing boards, blah, blah. They didn't do a damn thing. I'm with you, honey. And what
3: was their solution? I mean, you can get an attorney, go there? yell and scream. You know scream? what? That's what i got to do. Yep. Or because, small claims it.
1: Uh, yeah, small claims it, probably. But I'm doing something, because it is a nightmare. And, you know, it was such an inconvenience. I'm right with you, Joe. Yeah. I mean, it just makes you crank and furious. Right. Yeah, so I do ta- attack them like a wolverine.
4: <laughs> I, I actually call them, and what basically the... Uh, representative from the builder says well if you want Compensation, you will have to hire a
3: lawyer. See, so start. What I would start off with is a very right to the point letter saying, "This is what I asked for." Here's a copy of my contract. I you did didn't that give
4: last
3: it. night. Okay, start with something in writing. You need to start a paper trail that's on this, uh-huh. and then uh, your choices afterwards when they ignore you, which they will likely do until uh-huh. at least the minute before court. Uh-huh. Then it's whether you're going to go to small claims court because of the small amount, or right. if you want to get an attorney because it's worth that much time and effort. But know that uh, they're not going. To settle easy and quickly, unless unless it's a big builder and he just goes, hey, we made a mistake. Let's do it for you. It you know well, I mean? depends
2: on how sharp the teeth are on the attorney, That's too. That's right. You Absolutely. Know, and
1: also, they are going to, they're going to, let's see if you're really going to play ball here. That's the main thing. They'll push and push and push. Sure. As I have found out here, in, you know, the last few months. Push your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then occasionally, you just damn well got to push back. No, I'm serious. I appreciate it, Joe. I appreciate Shove the phone back. call. Shove them back way back. 421-1007-888-647-1007. And by the way, I've got that red oak. It's in my garage. I've got a whole garage full of it. Wow. How'd you come up with a red looking oak? Why? There's some morons that hmm. we're going to replace all these boards just didn't do it and finished old crappy boards nothing
2: no can you everything. request that richard if you're building a house can you say could you please put in some old crappy boards then we just won't we we, already we, the we know you will board. anyway yeah. will yeah. so go ahead and request it we advance.
1: already had the crap boards in there they were supposed to replace them so i had a whole enormous truckload of red oak is sitting in my garage
2: Caller 9 wins a truckload of red oak.
1: <laughs> Not for the pain in my butt.
2: You could have the red oak at the Regis in Christmas. CD, it's after you. Caller 9 wins the prize.
1: Muhammad, good morning.
6: Good morning. Yes. Yeah, I've got a question about the housing rental.
3: Okay. Uh, do you have a website for it? Uh, well, we have a website called AmericanAppraisals.com. What do you mean,
1: rental? You want, you're looking for an apartment?
3: And I'm looking. I'm, I'm in an apartment, and i
6: um, I did some. I need to do some maintenance in it, but they didn't do it. Almost six weeks now.
3: Bastards! Right. So yeah. you've you've got a dispute between a landlord and a tenant. Is that the question? Mm-hmm. Um, the state of Washington has a very nice website, okay. and and it has all sorts of laws. Uh, and the complete landlord-tenant law is explained uh-huh. there. And it shows you what your rights are as a tenant and theirs as a landlord. So you can go to wa.gov, W-A dot G-O-V, and that'll get you into the state, Uh W-A dot Uh G-O-V, and that'll get you into the state of Washington's website. Uh And then you can put in the search field landlord-tenant laws, and the whole law will print out. It's, it's, It's very neat and clean what's there. It helps tremendously. Start there. Hey, Mohammed,
2: have you ever heard this song? heard that one, Mohammed?
6: Uh, no, where you got the song Bill? Uh, I've been in America for only 10 years, so I don't know. Catchy okay.
2: lyrics. All right. Catchy okay. lyrics. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Mohammed.
1: Why don't you sign a Bye. t-shirt for him, John, if you're going to just insult the hell out of him? I'm, I'm not to...
2: insulting him. I'm, playing him. I'm playing the top ten.
1: Doug, good morning. How are you doing, madam? Yeah, well, thanks.
5: Good. Hey, um, I just had some advice for anybody that's planning on selling their own property.
1: Hey, wait a minute. Is this angry, Doug? Yes, ma'am. All right. This guy is... is This guy,
2: Hager, this is an absolute human anger ball. Come on down. He will tear your head off.
1: (laughs)
5: Anyway, um, I sold a piece of property myself. I sold it to a developer, and I used... He had his own little standard contract. Of course. And I, I went along with it. I mean, it looked pretty good. Uh, we wrote in a few addendums, but there were just some things that he pulled in the meantime that, you know, I had, you know, it was just something that didn't occur to me. Right. So if you are going to sell your own property, the best thing that I could advise anybody is to take his contract, go and spend the, whatever it's going to take, two, five hundred dollars, whatever it takes on your own real estate lawyer, write your own contract and if that guy don't like it, well, then just tell him to haul what, out.
3: Watch your growl at him. Growl. Uh, Do a, that that actually comes back to what I was saying. If you're going to be selling property and you're doing it for sale by owner, there are so many pitfalls that are out there that can bite you. You've got you're dealing with somebody else who does this daily, so it's kind of like the inexperienced trainee against somebody who's a professional. Yeah, yeah Well, that's
5: yeah, where absolutely. the realist. That's where the lawyer comes in. A
3: lawyer, I mean, a right. appraiser, or a good attorney, yeah. or a real estate well, our, agent. Absolutely.
2: We had a judge on the Jugs trial last year year before, whenever that was, is a real estate attorney. Mm-hmm. That's one of his forts. The
5: Juggs trial.
2: You, yeah, you know about the Jugs trial, don't you, Angry Doug?
5: That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of
2: fun. <laughs> that was a good time. There you go. That finally took a good he's set like, of hoots to get Doug uh, to light, uh, lighten up a little bit. He's not angry. so angry. Yes,
1: he is. It Vic- was an intelligent question. You want angry? This woman's got to be furious because she's married to you, Richard Hager. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
2: oh.
3: Oh, darling, <laughs> she's up. <laughs> What's All up, right? Vicky? <laughs> yeah. That's the arrow that was just shot. I recognize this. Laugh. There's Vicky right there.
2: <laughs> Did I forget my lunch? Was? <laughs> what
1: is it, Vic? <laughs>
6: Hello? Yeah. Hello? Are you guys
2: all there? Yes. Yes, you're on the yeah. air with Richard Hagar on the real
3: estate. <laughs> you don't get enough of, of show. Me. You got to call in. Jeez. Rob. Uh,
6: exactly. Uh, you guys just did a segment on the property taxes.
3: Yes, yeah. And I
6: just thought it might be kind of nice if you guys wanted to remind your listeners that today's the last day to file the second half of those property taxes. They have to be postmarked.
2: Yeah, so that's true. Or you know what they nip you? 1%. And it doesn't matter penalty. if it's yeah, eight seconds late or six weeks late, they still screw you hard out of your one percent. So figure it out. If you're paying, you know, if you have to send in a couple of thousand, you're paying twenty bucks.
3: Now, now is that a staff and woman all at the same time? Instantaneous. Wow. We're talking
2: about something on the web. She's got the info for us. Huh?
3: There
1: you go. Jeez. There you go. Thank you, Vicky. <laughs> nice talking. Yes. Nice. Uh,
2: Good work on that bullseye. <laughs> Now, is
1: give there... her some
2: little kisses. <laughs> All right, baby. Nick. Oh, baby, Vicky. You, you know, know I love you, baby. You know, know I do.
1: So, Maybe. like I'm saying, and yes, manner is there. There are situations where there are covenants in certain neighborhoods. Yes. In a neighborhood like Magnolia, I believe it's just such an old neighborhood. There probably aren't. Most
3: correct. Most neighborhoods do not have what are called Rs, covenants, conditions, and restrictions. There and are a so few that do.
1: he. I was astounded you're in this gorgeous, you know, I won't, I won't mention the street names, but, uh, you know, they wouldn't have a wire. Yes. <laughs> the wires. Uh, I know. Yes. And, they, and they're and they all just really highfalutin. And, boy, they like to let you know it. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yes.
2: It's, yeah, it's it's everybody's very, very, and particularly my friends are very, very snooty. They won't even talk to you. So, or you. No, so they don't know. Oh, I don't know. No, no okay. they wouldn't.
1: Just. So. Here's the deal. There's a chunk of property, so it's, you know, old town. Somebody dozes a house. Mm -hmm. I came up to me, and I hadn't been there in a long time, and I looked in this corner, and here's this great old style and the Tudors and the whole thing, Mm -hmm. and they built, it looks like, a missile silo. I'm not kidding you. It looks like a missile silo. It is Uh ugly, 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 and I think, well, I would move in next to that. Right. Right.
2: and the thing is, here's the thing, and now there's another one going up and they're spending a lot of money. Oh yes. Some of these lots are more than five, six hundred thousand dollars. Yes. And so they're spending another maybe six, eight hundred, maybe more than that to build a house and they they are just awful. They're, they're terrible looking. They're, they're yeah.
3: brand new, ultra contemporary. Yes. start Stark uh, lines. Oh, no it's a hodgepodge.
2: It's like you know, yeah. when, when grade school kids draw houses in the second grade and they have smoke coming out the chimney. <laughs> yes. Th- those are better looking than the, what the architect is designing. Who's signing off? Who is looking at these and thinking, God, you know, that's exactly <clears> what <throat> we're looking for. Nice work. Looks
1: cheap to me. And
2: It It does look cheap.
3: And you get people that they want to live in a neighborhood, but they've got their idea of what they want, you know, industrial-strength wires and and that sort of design. You run into those. Every neighborhood of Seattle. Industrial-strength wires. Well, you'll run into uh, railings and the stairs and overhangs and and things like that. Everything's made out of black iron and and stainless steel wires, and here you are in a neighborhood with brick tutors or something like that. Precisely. I mean, I like the, the industrial look, but I also know that I'm not going to be putting it into a hundred year old neighborhood yeah i don't feel comfortable about doing that i don't want to be the odd man sitting out there and these people who do that i'm you know, that's what their demand is for the neighborhood well, so it's not no- all
2: just modern i mean sometimes they try to go for the leave it to beaver oh, you know classic some, yeah. but it just doesn't work no
1: so any is there any recourse or is that just pretty much take it and shut up? We'll
3: assume that there are no cc and in this subdivision. Uh-huh. And if there's not, then no, there's no recourse. You go to the city and you say, I want to build a house. And the city isn't into worrying about people's taste. It's not going to try to dictate what colors are there. They're more worried about making a house strong and, and making sure it'll last. Yeah, you know?
2: boy, and I'll tell you, some of them, they just go up in front of you and it's pretty much right up the old windowless cavern. That's when
1: you start firing golf balls at their cars, I hear. Hey, Dave, you're on the buzz, inside joke. Uh, Dave, go ahead.
3: Hey, hey, where do I find uh, uh, CCRs? CC and, uh, CC&Rs that he's talking about are recorded with a subdivision. So when it, uh, 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 you take acreage, you chunk it into small lots, and when they record the plat and the plat map, they also record what are called CCNRs. and It is also connected to your legal description. So if somehow you can go back to the paperwork. When you bought the house, it'll say yeah. you own lot one, and it'll say together with CCNRs, and rs attached CCNRs, and rs and you can read through them. You can also call up a title insurance company and say, hey, here's my subdivision. Are there any recorded CC&Rs? They may charge you a little bit for that, but it's cheap, and they'll give you a copy of those.
5: Okay, good, because there wasn't any when I uh, uh, bought the house a couple of years ago, and I just thought, well, maybe I better take a look to see if there's something out there that I'm Boy, looking. what
1: are you going to do, add one of those T111 sighting mm-hmm. chunks off the side of your house? You betcha. You <laughs> piece of crap. I hate you. <laughs> God, I have to I have to find those people in my neighborhood. I mean they they find me. Go ahead, Sebastian.
6: Uh, hello Richard. I was just wondering if you have any good suggestions for someone in their 20s, all young listeners who are starting to maybe think about owning their little piece of real estate.
3: Buy as fast as you can. Do buy, it now. Buy now. Buy the least expensive. You, you've you got a unique place. In fact, this is what we go over in that the real estate investment class that we do, is buy the smallest place that you can squeeze yourself okay. into right now, a condominium, studio, or one-bedroom, whatever.
6: Anything, you you have nothing to lose, right, correct? Yeah,
3: I don't think so. I, I mean, I've done very well by doing this exact plan. And, and well, it's of course you've done very well. You're at least
2: oh this, this is a snake buy,
3: yeah. buy small buy you a kind of small of, studio one bedroom I don't care where yeah, it is whatever of, you can yeah, afford
2: yeah buy small and then cram one right in the cram <laughs> and, but then next time move up a little bit bigger Richard <laughs> 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 <It's, it's, laughs> as usual it's a pleasure to have you on the show nice to come on and have, <laughs> just be assaulted by, by idiot listeners on, right hey leech yeah, what are, yeah, you, no, wow. are you wow
1: you know something though there are a lot of kids a lot of guys talk to constantly about you know i just don't have the money to invest no, yeah no, you do, can do it. take the class can we'll
3: show it. you how to do it buy something zero down yeah. a condominium get in get in and do it now because rates are going up
2: prices are going up and besides the thing is you're in your 20s you can't make a mistake oh and, and even what's if you the did difference if you do you're still in your 20s you sucker and look <laughs> at that idiot that guy who's
1: luther sebastian he's whatever but the neat thing about him is you know he damn well ain't wasted any money on college you might as well put it into a home you buy total house. knob
0: buy <laughs> <house>. <laughs> Robin and Maynard Show, 100.7 The Buzz, Radio for Guys.